Good morning again. Everybody hear me okay? Okay. Let us start with prayer. Gracious Father, we come before you today, Lord, and Father, we're so thankful for you in our lives, and we're so thankful for the opportunities you give us in our lives, Lord, and, and for the things that you teach us, and, and we're so thankful that your ways are good, Lord, and, and Father, as long as we keep our eyes on your ways and, and, and in the direction that you have for us, Lord, that uh, things will work out and we will prosper in our lives, Lord, in, in ways that we won't even understand. And Father, we just also ask that as we move forward with the service that you teach us today, Lord, and that you equip us, and Father, that your word is spoken today, and, and it lands on our hearts, Lord, and uh, prepares us for the work that you have for us when we leave here today. And Father, again, we just ask that you, uh, your spirit just lead us in every way, and, and that you continue to guide us, Lord, and, and that uh, you just have your spirit with uh, me, Lord, and with each member of the congregation, that your words are heard and uh, taken to heart. And we ask this in the gracious and holy name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You know, as Christians, we are called to a higher standard, aren't we? We are taught to avoid being conformed to this world. We are separated in Christ from the world. God said that we were once just like the world and we behaved like the world. But this type of behavior leads to destruction, doesn't it? The world should see us differently than they see themselves. If they don't, we really should examine our hearts to ensure that we are in the faith. Because we should be different than the world. Our actions should be different than the actions of the world. Our behavior should be different than the behavior of the world. We are God's light in this world. Let me ask you, this is a rhetorical question, but let me ask you this. What kind of, what kind of testimony do you demonstrate to the world. Are we kind-hearted even when we're treated badly? Do we help someone when we discover a need? Would a sinner acknowledge you as a Christian if they were questioned? Or would they see you as just one of the boys who participate in all they do? Do you participate in their coarse jokes? their gossip, their lewd conduct, and bad behavior? Is your, Christian, is your Christian testimony strong, and does it represent God well, and your faith well? Let us take a moment and go to James chapter 1, starting in verse 19. You see, God knows that we're going to fall short. He knows that we cannot represent Him and His kingdom in a perfect manner. He knows that while we're in this flesh that we carry around with us, that we will fall short from time to time. But failing from time to time should never cause us to say in our hearts that since we fall short in, into sin from time to time, I won't even try to work out my salvation. We must continually turn from sin. 
and remain in agreement with God that there isn't any room in this temple for sin to live. We must work to root this out in our lives. We have the Spirit of God living in us. We have the ability to overcome. We have to fight that inner self that wants to get involved in things that we shouldn't or say things that we shouldn't or to defend ourselves when really defending ourselves doesn't really matter. We want to die to ourselves over time and, and, and that is worked out and God works that out in us, in our lives. James teaches us how we should behave as a believer a representative of God, as representatives of God, we are God's ambassadors. And we learn daily to be more like Him by living out what we learn in scriptures. Do we look at scriptures every day? Do we take the time to read God's word and to learn from Him? Do we take time just to meditate on the things that He's told us in scriptures today? Do we try to live out what scriptures teach us? Because that's what we're called to do. Again, let us go to James chapter 1, starting in verse 19. My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do you see that? To humbly accept the word that is planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. You see, the Pharisees were hearers of the word. They knew the scriptures inside out. They were taught the scriptures from a young age. They heard what scriptures had to say, but they never lived out what the scriptures taught. We must be doers of the word in our life. We want to do what it says, and anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks in the mirror and forgets what he looks like. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. If anyone considers himself religious and yet does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives him himself and his religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. How do we keep ourselves from being polluted by the world? Wouldn't it be by living out the scriptures, living out the word of God, being humble, 
stepping up and saying I was wrong when I'm wrong, being careful of what we say, being careful of how we act and how we come across to other people. And again, we don't do this perfectly. But every day that we live this out, God is going to give us more strength to be able to carry out our Christian walk. It is a journey. It's not a sprint. It's a journey. James 1.19 again says, Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about the righteousness, righteous life that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and evil that is so prevalent. And humbly, again humbly, accept the word planted in you which can save you. These three verses really are the test of a true believer. How we respond to the truth found in scripture reveals our faithfulness to God, doesn't it? When a true believer hears God's word, there is an affection for its truth and a desire to believe it and to behave appropriately. One, must be, one of the most reliable evidences of a genuine believer is his or her hunger for hearing and living out the truth that's taught in Scripture. There are many people who believe that they can behave however they want to. And that grace, the grace of God, which is his unmerited favor, unearned favor, gives them a license to behave badly. They may even quote scriptures to, to defend their behavior. But there isn't any scripture that tells us that we can be behaved badly and that it's okay, is there? I've heard people quote Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, that for by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God and not of works. So if it's by grace and it's the gift of God, well then, and it's not by works, I should be able to do whatever I want to because my works don't determine my salvation. But they're forgetting a key word in that whole scripture, aren't they? For by grace you are saved through what? Through faith, right? We are saved through faith. God gives us the faith that we have. We can count on that. But the thing is, is when we exercise our faith, God will give us more faith to be more confident in Him. See, this is not a license to sin. This actually is a scripture to give you encouragement and hope that you don't have to worry that once you are a genuine believer of no longer being a genuine believer. Because it is by God's grace that we have salvation. But we just read too in James that we must live according to what the scriptures teaches us, right? And throughout all the scripture we see that God wants us to live a righteous life. You see, we need to eat the Word of God. We need to put the Word of God in us. We need to study God's Word, put it in our hearts. When we put the Word of God in our hearts, when it comes time and we need it, the Spirit of God 